superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey B., Joe Pizzapia, and it's week one. It's DFS and the greatest show in the history of the universe for daily fantasy football is back. We're not live on Twitter anymore. No, no, we are live on AMP. Make sure you download that app and check us out there and you can hang out, listen to the shows live as they're going on. And we're also going to be on the podcast feed this week as well for Fantasy Pros. You can always listen there also in case you miss any bit of the show on AMP. I know a lot of you are listening there. And Derek Brown, D-Bro, the king of bros. You know, Cooper Cup had a tough start to the season Travis Kelsey had a tough start to the season you had a tough start to the season but you know what you're a tough SOB you're soldiering through the illness you're here uh you may or may not be on a fair amount of day quill but we're excited you're here and happy birthday to you my friend because Aww. uh the best uh, the best gift is uh, is having you back and healthy and doing shows and uh this is the big 4-0 for you so I think we should win some money this week I want you to take down a big ass tournament in uh, daily fantasy and uh, spend all that money on me. How about that? What do you think? Oh Dave? man, I love that. Yeah, it's good to be back, baby. I'm still getting my legs under me, but the big four zero will not be. Uh, I'm going to defeat it, man. It's going to be a legendary year for all of us here, and uh, man, just glad to be back. I'm glad to have a voice to even talk about fantasy right now, man. So all the things and stuff, Joey. This is going to be a fantastic year, baby. Let's stack some cash. Week one, let's stack some cash. And the Welsh is running the show today, too. Look oh, at that. It's killing him that, that he doesn't have face. a live mic. He is back there. He's working the show. Just, I mean, I, I love me some Welsh. So, look, this is my my favorite people all together in a room hanging out, talking football. Let's go. All right. Let's get after it. Let's start with, again, this is what we do. We go game by game. We talk about the pieces we want to use, the pieces we don't. The Baltimore Ravens are hosting the Houston Texans. This is not going to be, it's not the first game you want. You know, if you're CJ Stroud of the Texans, this is not how you want to make your NFL debut. Baltimore's a tough place to play anyway. Regardless, uh, this one, uh, we have a team here, Houston, the last couple of years, has given up a ton of rushing yards. Lamar's one of my favorite quarterbacks of the week, D-Bro. J.K. Dobbins, I think, is definitely serviceable at his price as well. Uh, if you like Zay Flowers, he's very cheap on DK this week. I got no love for the other side of this game. I'm keeping it simple. Uh, Debro, you also saw Odell Beckham with the ankle pop up on the injury report. So what pieces of the Baltimore Ravens you're looking for here in week one as we see the debut of CJ Stroud and new offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, the Monk Man. So for this game, it's going to be easy, Joe. Um, I, I share your affinity for Lamar. Um, I am a little <laughs> more worried about J.K. Dobbins. Um, because Houston added a ton of pieces to this run defense. And this also goes for Mark Andrews. Jimmy Ward is a stud. D'Amico Ryans, there are two staples. Um, well, actually three with his defense over the last few years. They're a really damn good run defense. They stop and smush tight ends, and they're going to run a lot of zone coverage. So this game's easy for me, baby. This is Lamar, and I'm going Rashad Bateman on this one because last year, if you look at it, he was had a higher target per route run rate on zone coverage. I think Houston runs a ton of that this year. I'm going Lamar, Shoddy B. You can miss me with a not fully healthy Mark Andrews, and I'll run it back here. 
If I'm going to stack up this game, I'm going to bring it back with either Damian Pierce because Baltimore lost a lot of pieces on their run defense last year when well, the offseason, or I'm going to go Nico Collins. Um, this Baltimore okay. rebuilt secondary, Nico in the preseason ran 50-50 out, of, out wide and via the slot. Um, you're telling me he's going to face Arthur Mallett if he goes inside, who has been a trash can corner his entire career. <laughs> so, yeah, give me some Nico, and uh, I'm all in on Lamar, man. All right, let's get to the next game here. The Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. Now, I will say this, D, uh, with Thielen not being 100%, with yep. uh, DJ Chark out officially, you're down to Mingo, you're down to Terrace Marshall, uh, you're down to a Carolina offensive line that did not look great in the preseason. I kind of like the Atlanta Falcons defense in this one. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a sneaky defensive play, and I knew you would too. Like I, you know, everyone's been going to these certain games. They're going to go to Baltimore. They're going to look for all these things. But I want to go to Atlanta. I want to start there. Um, Bijan is actually somebody else that I'm interested in because I think a lot. I think the roster percentage is going to be relatively low because people are going to buy into certain other things that they should not buy into. But I like Bijan. I like the Atlanta Falcons defense. That's how I'm targeting this game because I think Carolina is going to struggle. And then again, this is the theme here. Young quarterbacks making their debuts. Now, maybe one of them will buck the trend to be good, but Debro, I'm not betting on it this week. How about you? No, sir. I'm not betting on it at all. Um, I had a lot of interest in Adam Thielen uh, before the injury stuff popped up because D. Alford uh, for the slot for the Falcons has been bad, bad, bad. So um, with him banged up, you could pretty much just X out Carolina. Want no part or piece of that. And talking about... The, the, the thing about this, Joe, and, and this is going to be a continuing theme, is the early season stuff. People look at last year's numbers. You could throw a lot of that crap, just toss it out the window. It's all noise. People don't take enough into account about context and new players and stuff. I'm here to tell you right now, the Atlanta Falcons run defense is going to be mean this year. They are going to be tough to run on. They have added a ton of players there. And so this is an easy game, baby. Let's just make this easy, Joe. It's Bijan and it's the, the Atlanta Falcons defense. And let's move the hell on, baby, because Carolina, they're going to stomp them into the ground. In the words of Tyler Perry, another great Atlanta native. Hallelujah. Let's go. Let's keep <laughs> going here. All right, let's go to the next one here on the board. We got the Cincinnati Cleveland game here. Uh, now, I have Cleveland. I picked this on our betting pros channel. If you haven't already, subscribe on YouTube. See that? That's a nice plug there. Uh, I'm looking at this game, too, and... You know, we just did a bunch of props, too, from this game on the Friday show on betting pros. We were talking about Nick Chubb's usage in this game. I like Cleveland in this game. I think Joe Burrow first game back, maybe a little rusty, you know, also a little limited, too. This is a team that has a good pass rush. They're tough on quarterbacks. Miles Garrett, you know, is going to get after the quarterback. So you're looking at this game here. Chubb's really interesting. Deshaun Watson's really interesting. Elijah Moore is another piece, too, I think is really interesting. It's not that we don't like the Bengals, but... I imagine Joe Mixon gets a ton of volume in this game, but are you somebody that is going to both sides of this game or are you sticking with one for a certain reason? I think the Browns are going to win this game. Um, I'm going to say that and throw that out right now. And we just talked about it um, a second ago, Joe. But so do I, by the stats. way. It was my number two pick in my top 10 bets yep. of the week. Number one was the Pittsburgh Steelers upset uh, at home. Love They're going to upset the San Francisco 49ers. And the other one, sorry, Welsh just gave me, uh, well, he put up a finger. Uh, well, I'll no, let you guys like he was counting the one, one, Joe. Um, oh, is that what it was? Oh, I yeah. thought he just had an itch on his. Oh, wait, he's peeling them back. He's and, peeling uh, it back oh, like I a see. banana. Now, now yeah. he's counting okay. by, by okay. one festively. Oh, that, that's good to know. It. All right. Uh, but anyway, back to the <laughs> Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's chat about this because, you know, Deshaun's moderately priced. 
Chubb is mm-hmm. high priced, obviously, but Elijah Moore, especially on DK, oh, super baby. cheap this week. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about the approach here in terms of putting these pieces together in this game. This game is easy for me, Joe, and I talked about it just a second ago about looking at last year's stats. If anybody looks at the Cleveland Browns run defense from last year, they're going to say, wow, Joe Mixon, giddy up. And that's the farthest thing from the damn truth you need to be looking at this week. With a run defense that they basically remade their entire defensive line, Joe. Like, they brought in Dalvin Tomlinson, Shelby Harris, Zadarius Smith, Juan Thornhill. All of these guys were top 45 players at their respective positions and PFF run grades. This is not going to be the pushover run defense of last year. So you can count me out on Joe Mixon. This game is easy for me, dude. I will play Deshaun Watson and I will play Elijah Moore and David Njoku yeah. um, because that's the other piece. I'm glad you said Njoku because yes. that's one of my favorite tight end values. Of the oh, week. I love Hawkinson's him. the top of the board for a reason. Love it should be this week, but I'm so glad you said Njoku because I think he has tremendous touchdown equity in this game. Oh, dude, I, I love the, those two pieces because how you attack lose defense for the Bengals is you attack the slot, you stay away from their outside corners, and you attack with tight ends. Last year, Cincinnati gave up the 10th most slot receiving yards per game, but they faced the 8th fewest slot targets per game. So you're talking about big production on low volume. That's all Elijah Moore, baby. And the same thing with a David Njoku. The one game that David Njoku played against the, the Bengals last year that happened to also be with Watson – Nine targets, seven catches, 59, and a tutty. And you got Lou Amaro's defense has been terrible versus tight ends over multiple seasons. Even if you look back through the noise, before last year, 2021, seventh most fantasy points per game to tight ends. 2020, sixth most versus the position. So it's all wheels up for David Njoku, baby. And on the other side for the Bengals, I already said I'm out on Mixon. With Jim Schwartz arriving in Cleveland, they are going to run a crap ton of man coverage. And we still have to see if Denzel Ward is going to play this week. I know, like, I haven't seen it. I don't know, maybe you have, Joe, if, if he's been cleared or not from the concussion. But I think he, that one piece of news is going to either take Jamar Chase and T. Higgins off my board, and I'm not really looking at any of these Bengals guys. Or if you have Ward out, Martin Emerson's going to be put on Jamar Chase. They're going to try to take him out. That is going to free up freaking T. Higgins because what that's going to do, Joe, is that's going to bring Mike Ford on the field. And Mike Ford, we're talking about dumpster fire corners. Mike Ford in his career, 72.3% catch rate, baby. 113 passer rating. T. Higgins could have himself a damn day if Denzel Ward, just that one little piece of news, could shoot T. Higgins to the moon. Ooh, I love that. I like that. All right. Pittsburgh, San Fran's the next one. The total in this game is 43 and a half. And, you know, it's funny because I love this one from, you know, the Pittsburgh standpoint, just because, look, it's home dog, Pittsburgh at home in that building week one. Uh, I just think they're good. And, you know, Nick Bosa just signed back. So I don't know how he's going to be on pitch count. So I'm not, you know, running into that game. Here's the thing. From a a DFS perspective, I find this game tough to invest in. Do you? I like this game um, a decent amount, Joe. And now, now I will say this. It's really easy on the 49ers side for me. I want to play Brandon Ayuk, and I don't want to play anybody right. else for the 49ers. Pittsburgh I like runs Ayuk, a ton of man I like Jalen Warren. Those are the two pieces in this game because Warren is so cheap as a flex play on DK mm-hmm. this week that it just makes a lot of sense. It lets you let you get you know Chubb, let you get Jefferson, let you do whatever you want there. I like Brandon Ayuk as the only guy from the 49ers just because Pittsburgh's going to run a ton of man coverage, and the numbers between Ayuk and Debo are staggering, man. Brandon Ayuk doubles him in target share. 
efficiency versus man coverage. So that's it for the 49ers. But on the Pittsburgh side, dude, the 49ers are quietly terrible versus deep passing last year. And with this remade Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line, I don't mm. think they're going to be able to run the damn ball at all because the 49ers run defense is elite with a capital E. But if they can buy time for Kenny Pickett, I'm telling you right now, Joe, I'm going to have a large amount. And people have been listening to my takes all offseason. No, I am not a huge fan of George Pickens. But damn it, he's going to have himself a game in this <laughs> but one. But damn it, it's going to be great. He's uh, going to have way, a game. Uh, Welsh also uh, seems to be uh, scratching his eye with a certain finger at you now. So, uh, yeah. So, I guess I guess it's... Uh, Welsh, maybe, I'm sorry, but you can lose like money on Debo this week. Now you going to be me. Uh, he's got kids. You know, kids bring pink eye and all that stuff. Who knows? <laughs> maybe it's that. All right. Washington <laughs> at home against the Arizona Cardinals. This number is at 40. Uh, I will say this. It's not a lot of games where you could say... the. It's favorable for Brian Robinson for the Washington Commanders this year. I think it's favorable for Brian Robinson. Uh, I also think Jahan Dotson's the piece I want. I had Dr. Chow on this morning. We had them on the microcast, and we talked about the McLaurin toe thing, and McLaurin's good to go. Everything's good to go. And he said, yeah, good to go and playing isn't doesn't mean he looks like Terry McLaurin. So mm -hmm. Dotson, Robinson, those are the two pieces I like in this game. I just don't think there's enough points for me to get into the Howell business, but that's it. I want to. I don't want to spend too much time on this one, but do you have any thoughts on this game in particular and some pieces that you might want to cherry pick? I want nobody from Arizona, so let's get that out of the way. Um, you can interest me in Sam Howell, um, but that's just large field tournaments. Um, I'm totally with you on Brian Robinson and Jahan Dotson, and I'm going to throw this also in there. Dude, they were the tight end funnel the start everybody and their freaking mama against them last year. If you're going to play Sam Howell and you want to double stack him, go Dotson and get yourself a little bit of Logan Thomas. See, I, I also just think I'm, I'm looking at, to, at the way Dotson was so good in the red zone, running routes over the middle, that yep. same logic, just applying it to Dotson. Like Dotson's a really interesting piece and he's reasonably priced on both sides on FanDuel and on DK. Oh, uh, by the way, Welsh also reminding us in week one, Debo in 2022, 15 targets, uh, slash carries and touches in week one and 2021, 12 targets. So he's uh quote, just saying, end quote. I love you, Welsh, but it's 2023, baby. It's 2023. Oh, in the words of Garth from Wayne's World, live in the now, man. All right, let's get to the next game on our list here. We've got uh, the Tennessee Titans and your New Orleans Saints, D, bro. The number on this one's 42. Uh, this is another one too, for me, it's a little tough to invest in. Uh, I think Jamal Williams oh. has some touchdown equity, but, uh, Olave is that one piece. I, I don't know. This is another game too, where a lot of new pieces, a lot of stuff going around here. Uh, I don't want to go down the Michael Thomas. Well, what do you think about Tennessee New Orleans? Cause this is a game I really have not really found myself utilizing in lineups yet. All right, Joe. Well, let's get hot then. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. This is the <laughs> sneaky shootout of the week. Okay. Really? Shootout. Really? When yep. I think Ryan Tannehill, I think shootout. But yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's I had know. a couple of them. That one against the Steelers a couple of years ago. I, I'm going to say this, aside. man. You look for teams that are that are funnels, whether it's pass or run funnels. New Orleans has been a shutdown secondary. I'm not looking at Hopkins. I don't care about Traylon Burks. And, and the tight end is a no-fly zone when you go to New Orleans. But Derrick Henry can have himself a day. New Orleans, last year, their run defense fell off, especially versus gap runs. So I love Derrick Henry. He's one of my favorite running back plays of the week. If I'm not paying up for B. John Robinson, I'm paying up for Derrick Henry. And on the other side, I'm telling you right now, man, I'm going to have one massive shit ton of Derrick Carr in my lineups because Tennessee mm. is a pass funnel all day 
long. You look at every single metric, deep passing, passing yards, everything, all things. They could not stop anybody. And, oh, look at that. They don't have any new corners in that room that look any better than last year. You have Christian Fulton. He's okay. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, remember him? As a cornerback, we've always targeted. Roger McCreary is also terrible. Yeah, saddle up, baby. It's Derek Carr week. I'm telling you, he's going to throw bombs to not only Michael Thomas, but it's probably going to happen. Look, Chris Olave and Rashid Shahid, Jahan, uh, Juwan Johnson. Now you're just making up players. Yeah, well, fair. That's fair. But <laughs> Juwan, I, I will Shahid, say, Shahid, Jahad. Come on, Derek. I know you. I know, call, I know call, that, uh, call that a call that a little bit of fog to the brain there, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can follow him on Twitter at dbro underscore f fb. Right? Is that is that the X handle still? Do I remember it properly off the top of my head? Yeah, it's Probably X. Not. There you go. X. All right. Let's get to the next game. <laughs> I missed you all week. I haven't given you crap all week. I missed you. I'm glad you're feeling better. All right. Tampa and Minnesota, uh, 46 and a half. I expect 30 of these points at least to be on the Minnesota side. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm thinking blowout. I like cousins in this game. I love Hawkins in this game. I like paying up for Justin Jefferson in this game. I I'm sorry. Like this whole Tampa Tampa is going to put, let me rephrase Tampa's offense is going to put, Tampa's defense in situations that are going to be, I think, untenable eventually this game. And you know what? That is going to mean for, a, in my opinion, a one-sided game. Uh, that's just how I feel about this one. And the side yeah. I want to be on is the Vikings. I want nothing to do with the other side. Your thoughts? Uh, it's it's Cousins. It's Jefferson. I do like Alexander Madison, but if he gets popular, I'll probably fade him. But I do like TJ Hawkinson as well. If you're going to run it back on the other side, I would say Godwin would be the guy that I would go with. Um, I have no interest at all in Rashad White. All right. Uh, that, that was easy. I like that. That was like that easy button. All right. Jacksonville, Indianapolis. Let's talk about this one. Erickson loves the Anytime touchdown prop this week, by the way, of Christian Kirk. So he's all over that. He doesn't want to hear about the shiny new toy of Calvin Ridley. He's he's still living in, as you said, the past, right? Um, but look, <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts, another rookie starter here. Like, I still have cautious optimism for Anthony Richardson down the road. I just don't like anything about the Colts this week. The Jacksonville Jaguars defense could be interesting, though. Uh, could be some turnovers in this game. Um, certainly some, you know, bad decision-making in the first spot, you know, you get those jitters, you get a lot of stuff out there and look, when it comes to Jacksonville, look, if you want to stack Jacksonville, I totally get it. I haven't, Mm -hmm. but are you looking into this game and specifically on the Jacksonville side to do that? The Colts don't have a corner that I am worried about at all. Yeah. It's, it's T law double stacks all day, baby. Give me Calvin. Really? Give me Christian Kirk. Uh, on the other side, if I'm going to run it back, Jacksonville was terrible versus deep passing last year, and we've seen all the clips. Alec Pierce is going to be their field stretcher this year, so if you're going to run it back and stack this game up, bring it bring it back with Pierce. And yeah, you can you can interest me with some uh, A Rich to Alec Pierce um, skinny stacks in uh, certain formats or large field GPPs. All right, uh, continuing on here with the next game on the slate, Green Bay at Chicago. This is another one to actually. You know what? Scratch that. I want to talk about another game first because this Uh-oh. is really the the no 49. You're getting sometimes 51. Actually, this game opened at 49. Now it's a 51 from what I'm seeing. I want to talk about the Chargers in Miami because this one is the chalk of the week. And sometimes mm-hmm. we always say just because it's chalk doesn't mean it's wrong. I feel like this is one of the where I want to say just because it's chalk doesn't mean it's wrong. I like Tua. I like Tyreek. I love Keenan Allen this week. I love mm-hmm. this game. I want pieces of this game. I know it's going to be highly rostered. Should we care? No, we shouldn't care at all. 
You're, you're, you, you have a week the good one chalk. slate full of low totals and offenses and defenses we don't know what to do with. This is a high total game, and it's going to be a freaking shootout. Play Tua, play Justin Herbert. I love Keenan Allen as well. You can interest me in Austin Eckler. If you're going to stack up Justin Herbert, another piece I love because Miami was top five in terribleness for tight ends last year. <laughs> is so it, is that, give me is all that the metric Gerald on Everett. fantasy pros. It's terrible. I think it's on it the, is. my playbook. It is. It's under the uh, the research tab right there yeah, at the bottom. The next, to the boom, next to the boom bust report, there's a terribleness report. <laughs> I love that. I We definitely have to bring all that with the dev team on the next uh, holiday. But yeah, um, on, on the other side, give me Tyreek. And I do like a little bit of Raheem Mostert, but I think he's going to be chalky as hell. And if he gets really popular, I'll probably fade him. All right, let's get to Los Angeles and Seattle here. Another tricky one, potentially. So we played this game all last year. I assume we're going to play it again this year. If it's mm-hmm. man coverage, it's DK Metcalf. If it is uh, zone, it's Tyler Lockett. But now we have JSN in the mix, too. So, Debro, the floor is yours. How do you want to invest in this game? The number is at 47 right now. Some spots, 46 and a half. How do you feel about this one? Gino to Tyler Lockett. The zone throne is still his for now because JSN is not fully healthy. I think he could be on a snap count. I don't think his wrist is fully healthy. So give me Gino, Tyler Lockett, and I'm going to bring it back. Um, give me Tyler Higby, and if you need the salary saving, Puka Nakua is also in play. I will also like say, Puka Nakua. yeah, I, I did. I did want to get like, that in there. Like but yeah. I want to say this though, Joe, with the the news of Kenneth Walker coming out, and maybe he's not 100. percent If he misses this game, Zach Charbonnet could be one of the best running back plays on the board. Agreed. Highly agreed on that, especially Cooper Cup out. Any love for Van Jefferson with Cooper Cup out? No. Uh, Van yeah. Jefferson, we know who he is, and he is not a dude. He's just a guy. You just love Puka Nakua. All the Puka Nakua. All right, New England and Philadelphia. This one's in New England. 45 is the number. Tom Brady is getting his jersey retired. He's going to scream, uh, let's go, and run out in his suit at halftime. It's going to be great. Uh, this is another one, too, that I find kind of tough to invest in this game. I don't know why. I just I feel like this one's going to be a little bit just old-schooly football, and that's not as fun from a DFS standpoint. Philly good against the run. Uh, New England a good defense as well, and all New England usually wants to do is run the football anyway. So how do you feel about this one? Because I'm kind of off this game. I want all the Jalen Hurts I could possibly get, and I love A.J. Brown because you know Coach Bill was going to run a ton of man coverage. A.J. Brown dominates man coverage. Every metric you could possibly pull up, he is just, he's that guy. So Hurts um, to A.J. Brown, you could also uh, interest me in some uh, premium uh, Jalen Hurts doubles. So A.J.B., and Devontae Smith is in play. The only Patriot I could possibly want to play is Ramondre Stevenson, although we'd have to monitor that because I saw he had not been spotted at practice. So we'll see if he plays. We'll see how that kind of unfurls as the uh, the weekend moves along. But if uh, he is he's going to play, then I have a lot of interest in Ramondre Stevenson. I think it's going to be a lot of checkdowns versus the Eagles' zone defense. Um, I know it's going to be a tough rushing matchup with Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter clogging up the middle, but I think Ramondre can have a really good day. All right. Uh, next one here, Green Bay and Chicago. Jaden Reed is interesting to me in this one with Dobbs mm-hmm. struggling with his health. Uh, he is, again, free square. I think he's 4K on DK. Um, Justin Fields I'm very much in on again because he is not the highest quarterback on the board and everybody's going to have Lamar. So if this game becomes a little bit more competitive, then Justin Fields becomes an interesting investment this week. So I'm on him. I'm on DJ Moore. And Reed again on the other side of this game is interesting because of, you know, we have Christian Watson dealing with a hamstring issue too. So uh, what do you think about this green Bay Chicago game? How do you look at to invest? 
I love Justin Fields. Um, and it's going to be either DJ Moore or Darnell Mooney. Um, I probably will go the, the route of Darnell Mooney, um, considering we might see Jair follow DJ Moore. I don't think that would be crazy to see. The other thing I want to sit here and invest in on this game is um, people can miss me, and I've said this the entire offseason, Joe. You miss me with any kind of Khalil Herbert hype. Green Bay was terrible, like bottom three as far as yards per carry allowed to gap runs. I think that's all spelling Roshan Johnson. He's not going to be played. He's probably going to be a player It's 1% to 2% on various sites. So I do have interest in him. On the other side, I like Jaden Reed, but I think he's going to be popular, man. I think everybody's going to say, well, somebody's got to catch passes. Uh, no Watson, no dubs. And I get it, but it depends on how popular he is. At, at the free square on DK, I like it because it's the full PPR side. I don't like it because it doesn't have the touchdown equity I need on FanDuel. So again, like we always say on this, like you have to play the sites the way they're set up. Mm -hmm. And the touchdown equity matters a little bit more on FanDuel, which is why... You know, I like to control things with the Justin Fields. I like to control things with the Lamar Jackson. Give me guys who control the touchdowns in their offense. All right, we always do the main slate on this show, so we got one uh, more game left to go. And I don't know if it's the most exciting one, but it's the last one. It's the Las Vegas Raiders against the Denver Broncos. The number on this game is 44 right now. Uh, Denver with a lot to prove. Also some injuries here. Vegas... Always difficult to uh, figure out, uh, I think, to put it honestly. Um, Jacobs came in late. Devontae Adams now has Jimmy Garoppolo. So this is a game I feel like collectively a lot of people are fading away from because of uncertainty. Should people be looking at it because of that? No. Uh, okay. I, I, I am. This game is super easy, Joe. I want Marvin Mims because I think he could burn Marcus Peters uh, on deep routes because it's not really hard to burn Marcus Peters on double moves. <laughs> uh, we've done that for years and targeted Marcus Peters with speed. So give me Marvin Mims, and I'm fading the Raiders, man. I think Sertain can can shut down Adams enough. I don't want any part of a Jimmy Garoppolo-led offense. But I will say this. If you're in large field tournaments and you want the mini stack, you like Marvin Mims, Denver was bottom five against everything tight end, and apparently Josh McDaniels just seems hard-pressed to make Michael Mayer run block until he – can seemingly do it enough. I do have a small smidge of interest in Austin Hooper just because of the matchup. All right. I got zero interest in Austin Hooper. No offense, Austin Hooper, but uh, it's not <laughs> too much in Joku, too much Hawkinson, too much there. Uh, never enough Derek Brown, though. D bro. This is to me. This is the show that officially kicks off the season in my head, oh, baby. in my heart. So ready. when we sit here every Friday and you can listen to this live on amp, download the app every Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be doing this show live. Our boy, the Welsh is going to be helping us out too. shout out to him for uh, helping us. Oh, oh, yeah. He's giving us two thumbs up now. Oh, that's much better. Th those are better digits to be showing us. So I guess we're all friends again, which is great. Whoop, there's oh, a different oh, one plus oh, one that just oh, made the screen. Now he, yeah, he just turned that thumb around upside down <laughs> into something else. So that'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on. For Derek Brown and the Welsh, I'm Joey P. Happy week one in DFS. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Football Podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Fantasy Pros and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary.